everybody, and welcome to MGS, the movie and game show, a podcast where we talk about movies and we talk about games, and that's all there is to it. My name is Dallin, and as always, I am joined by Scott and his little hat. How are you? I'm good. Today? I'm good. <laughs> Not the first time that somebody's mentioned my little hat this week. Uh, <laughs> my friend was saying uh, we should do uh, lighthouse uh, Halloween costumes together. Oh, and I was wearing the hat. And he's like, look, he's already dressed up like a already sailor, there. So, uh, yeah, I could do that. That'd be good. I would. I would enjoy that. Get the old salt and pepper on the and the hair and everything. Yes, I yeah, do that. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, so this film. Right. Yes, let's, let's just, just let's it, just absolutely get into it. it because yeah. this is a, this is it's not a very long film, and in an hour and fifty minutes they pack a lot in, right? <laughs> and there's more because th- this movie isn't even like it basically follows, I would say seventy five percent of the first game's plot, right? Okay, and then there's a lot that's just kind of left out as well. Uh, and you know what? I said to you, this isn't a perfect movie. But I do not believe that they did not try to make it one, right? It's, I, it's they, doing the work. <laughs> they put their heart and soul into making this a very, very accurate Yakuza adaptation, yeah, didn't they? <laughs> it, it is. And now, obviously, you are a big fan of the games. Um. I have not played them, but I know them, you know, just by sheer reputation and by watching you pl- uh, play some of them as well as the Judgment games. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know specific details, but I do know characters, and I do know like the tone. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it matches it quite well. Let me I tell think. you. <laughs> so like, this is the only one that we watched so far that actually tries to like do a one to one like, uh, like to adapt the exact plot of the first game, which is right. actually which I appreciate. You know, yeah. as I said, seventy five percent of it is pretty much just all there, right? But. I think the main negative for me, right, is that kind of, and I, I, I brought up a weird comparison as I was thinking about this. This is like the fun, or not the fundamentals, the Revenge of the Sith video game, right? So in that, you got a lot of like uh, cutscenes that are just clips from the movie. Like that's mainly all the cutscenes from that game. Have you played that? Uh, I haven't. No. No. So it's and it's not like there's loads of talking in the cutscenes either. It's just kind of like. It's like General Grievous fucking getting blown up. Like here's here's Anakin and uh, Obi Wan crashing onto his ship at the start. You know, right. like here's Darth Vader coming in with the evil eye at the end. You know, it's like little like vignettes to like make the gameplay fit yeah, in with the movie yeah. somehow. Whereas I feel like For this sure. is like the opposite version of that, right? So not like a comprehensive retelling of the story, but kind of like these little like vignettes that are like. Stuff like there's stuff in this that's like one to one, and there's shots in it that I'm like, that just looks like the game. Like yeah. the, the fucking building blown up at the end and all the money falling down and everything. Like that's just that's just all in there. Like Haruka and Kiryu just standing together and just walking with the dog. Like that's all that's all just in there too. Yeah. But it's like you, there's bits of the from the game that are left out, right? And I think that it makes it a little bit incomprehensible sometimes, right? And I feel like that this is a bit more like a supplementary addition to the to the game in the way that like movie adaptations of like in video game form do for those movies, right? So sure. like you play Yakuza <laughs> and you'd watch this and you'd be like, oh this is so cool. This is fun seeing these guys in live action. But you if you had no knowledge, right, which I'll ask you now, like do you think this works standalone? Like did you understand the plot and who the characters were and stuff? 
So or... here's here's my thing. Yes, and I like I enjoyed my time with it, and I, I thought it was a, a really goofy and like fun movie. <clears throat> I do think though, you know, if you say that seventy five percent of the game. Uh, and its characters have been adapted into this movie. I would probably have liked it more if it was like 50%. There's just too many characters and too many things going on. And just so many (laughs) names and like names. But this is the series though as well. Like like, relatively like the first couple of games are like pretty easy to follow. But when you get to like four and five and you have like four, you play as four and then five protagonists in like multiple cities around Japan and there's a lot of characters that are introduced like just halfway through towards the end yeah. and like so like that is confusing yeah but there's, that's kind of like that's the that's also the game's thing is yeah doing, it's really yeah so there's there's just a bit much like I think two, two big examples are probably the like the teenagers uh oh, yeah. like so, don't so they're not in it they're not in the game Oh yeah, yeah. See, and they don't really add anything to the movie at all for me. Uh, so I think that they could be completely scrapped, and that would be okay. And then just, and this was just yeah, a singular moment. So. And this, uh, when uh, when Kiryu and Majima are having like their second big fight, and then Majima just gets shot, and it's like it cuts away and i guess if you're a fan of the games you know who shot him but in the movie so far it's only someone who's been like vaguely ref- been oh, referred know. to like once or twice oh, i know yeah I and know. See, uh, that's, that's that's what i'm talking about like, so it, he, it, it he's cuts in away. It, like right and i'm third. just like i'm like I, I have no idea who this person is but just like the way that it's shot is like oh, it's whoever oh, it's him, and, it's him, and yeah. i'm like i got no see that's idea that's what i mean like if you played the game you would you know like you'd know that's the guy with the mustache. That's him, right? <laughs> you know who that is. Okay. Right. Uh, so yeah, there's, yeah. There's a couple things like that that are just like, and and that's exactly what it was. I just accepted it as I haven't played the game. I probably know what it is if I did, but you know, yeah. Here we like, are. So to me, it just it it feels like you know. Do you ever see that like San Andreas uh, introduction video? Like it was like it came with, I think it came with like the soundtrack that I had. Uh, no, so I don't think like, so. It was like a little like short film about like like what what's happened in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas just just before the events of the game. So it's like oh, I maybe it's have like CJ in Liberty actually. City, and then you see like do you remember at the very first cutscene uh, they say they they plant a weapon on CJ and they yes. said that you, your fingerprints were on this gun that killed this police officer. Yes, and you you see that guy get killed in this like short film and stuff. Oh, okay. you see like Big Smoke and Rider like involved with like the ballers and stuff, and like there's so there there's like prequel stuff going on there, right? But, but just flavors the actual game, right? And I think that this kind of does a similar this is job, kind right? of like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna just explain first of all some of the issues that you might have. You don't know who these people are, okay? Sure. And like it's actually kind of bonkers because I I've I've played so many of them now and I forgot like kind of the small details of like oh who's this and what's what what are they doing here and it's actually kind of crazy that like how important some of these characters are to that story and what happens right so you might be wondering who who is Nishikiyama who's Nishiki right you might want that so he's the guy at the end that Kiryu fights right which is crazy because he's in the the first game the whole way through as well right. He's a very important character. So, to the movie's credit, yes. I don't know what who do the think? character is, but 
I know, I recognized that like that character. I was like, yeah. oh, that's a <laughs> yeah. guy very good that I've seen in like screenshots yeah. or box art or something like yeah. that. So even though I didn't know who that character was, I was like, oh, this is I I, I know who it's this person well. is. Yeah, because they look one to one. They do characters. look one to one. It's insane. <laughs> so he's Kiryu's best friend, right? Uh, okay. So, okay. In the first game at the very beginning, so it starts in 1995, right? Which is weird. I, th- I actually thought they were going to do flashbacks to show what happened. So basically, this movie starts in about chapter 4 or 5 of the first game, of 12, okay. right? So, Kiryu and this guy, Nishiki, find the Tojo clan boss, his name's Sohei Dojima, attempting to rape Yumi, right? So the girl. And... He kills the Yakuza boss that is going to rape her, and then Kiryu takes the fall for that murder, and that's why he goes to jail for 10 years. Ah, that's your... Okay. Right. So that's like your inciting incident, basically. Uh, That's good. That would have been good to know. Yes, I know. It's weird. So he controls his own gang now in the present, which is 2005, okay? And he has been working with the Jingu, because he's bribing him or whatever, and at the end, he's actually the one who shoots the bomb to blow up the building and not Yumi, right? Okay. So he's, so he's like, a, he's a good guy, but they do fight at the end, right? So who is Haruka, right? And th- this would also be good to be explained. So the reason that the Yakuza, so she's obviously Yumi's slash Mizuki's daughter, right? Right. But the reason that the Yakuza are after her is because they believe that her pendant, which Yumi gave her, mm. is key to finding the 10 billion yen. And I can't remember exactly what, why, but what? so she has some sort of MacGuffin on her that the, the Yakuza need, right? To see where that is. Okay? okay. Whether it's a key to unlock it or something, right? I don't know. But that would be important to know. Right? Because the Yakuza are pretty much after Kiryu and Haruka without any reason in this film, basically. Uh, right. So, who is Yumi, right? Kiryu, one of Kiryu's friends, and also his love interest before he goes to prison, right? Uh, she's also Mizuki. She's under an assumed identity, and she also was a, she, because she was suffering traumatic amnesia after almost being raped by the Yakuza boss, right? But who did she marry, Dallin? Who did she marry, right? Best friend. Oh, no. Oh. Fucking also very really important. She marries <laughs> Jingu, right? Oh. So Mr. Big Balls. The bad guy of the whole thing. Yeah. Who is an ambitious politician and obviously Haruka's father, okay? Who has allied himself with the Tojo clan, and he was going to launder the 10 billion for his own interests. But, so Kazama, right, the guy with the mustache, Sarah, the uh, Yakuza boss that uh, that is the boss after, so he's, so the one that Nishiki murdered is the second chairman, right? The, the guy who took over is the third chairman, his name's Sarah, okay? So Kazama, Sarah and Yumi, they were the ones that stole the 10 billion yen so that Jingu couldn't use it, okay, right? And he just wants the money to control Japan, right? So there you go. So, complicated, but for I feel those like of you at home, good <laughs> luck. Who's, who's Majima? You might also wonder that because that's not really explained either. You it's know what? Not- I just, I, I didn't really, I honestly didn't wonder. I was just like, these yeah. are probably two so, guys who used to be pals, and now, like, one of them's ended up on the other side of the tracks. It's and actually now quite. They're, so, they're what I wrote just, here is just, he's a fucking psycho. And honestly, he, in the first game, 
you you know that he's part of this other family, but you really he's not in 1995 with Kiryu, so he's just introduced in the present. And okay, he, like it's almost as if <clears throat> he doesn't really know Kiryu, but he just knows him by reputation. Right. <clears throat> so Kiryu is called uh, the Dragon of Dojima, right? Because he uh, apparently murdered Dojima, and that's why right. he went to prison. So he's like. Wow, a legend, right? Urban legend. He's like the best of the best. Okay, so obviously. And Majima's just like, I just get rock hard when I think of fighting this guy. Thinking about killing him, yeah. So then, who is Date, right? You might also ask. (laughs) Really important character in the game, and in in subsequent games too. So he's a policeman who has been investigating Kiryu ever since Dojima's murder, right? So that's why he knows who he is so well. Uh. And then the third chairman, right, he gets murdered in the events of the game, and he's also investigating that, okay? At the end, also, Kiryu wants to go back to jail because everything's sorted, and Date talks him out of it to look after Haruka, right? So he's also very important at the end, okay? Okay. Who is Kazama, right? He, He is Kiryu's father figure. He's very important. He gets killed in the first game from a grenade, right? But before doing so, he tells Kiryu that he killed his own parents. <laughs> so he okay. killed Kiryu's parents, right? Okay. And then, in general, you might you don't even know who the Tojo clan are, right? They're just the Yakuza, right? But they're a massive Yakuza conglomerate in the Tokyo area that Kiryu used to be part of, right? And there's this big gang war going on, basically, between Kazama and Nishikiyama and this other family called the Shimano family, who are the primary antagonists of the first game as well that aren't here at all, right? And at the end, Uh, Kiryu is going to be the fourth chairman, so he's going to be the leader of the Yakuza, but then he decides, I'm just going to run away and start a new life as a civilian. So... There's a lot of complicated, important things that the movie does not do. Yeah, I would say so. I think... I mean, then it honestly, admiral job for what they have cut out and still made. It, I mean, there are a couple things. Like it just uh, it could have started in 1995. It could they, have started with like a scene where Nishiki and Yumi and Kiryu are all friends, and she's gonna get raped. Kiryu kills the guy. Yeah. Kiryu goes to prison, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, that, doesn't need to be that much. That would have helped a little bit, and yeah. yeah, just I think I think the ending is just a little bit abrupt. Like the whole like, oh, it she's she's Yumi and yeah, whatever, she's Mizuki and and, Yumi, and yeah. it's just like, uh, you know, again, knowing knowing the game, you'd obviously understand. But to me, I'm like, I know, like I was, I was just thinking, like, will you, will you, what will you think of this? Will you, I thought will you she understand? was like some sort of like horrible zombie creation where they've taken two two women and and put them together. Like no, that's, no, I've been yeah. watching too many too many murder house <laughs> like yeah. weird playing too so, much horror or something like that because I was like this is just very very strange I, but, yeah, see, I, that I think the deal was that she conclusion. was she was Yumi before she was like before Kiryu went to prison and then she had amnesia so maybe she forgot a little bit of her old identity and sure. she, assu- she assumed this new identity so that she could work with Kazama right. and Sarah to steal the 10 billion yen under an anonymous thing right yeah and she also, her daughter was sent to an orphanage, right? So she could do all this, you yeah. know, like... So well, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. 
It, like, the games are very complicated, but it's kind of like a Sherlock Holmes sort of thing where you're like, okay, everything actually does add up, and there's no, like, there's nothing left unconcluded. You know what I mean? Like Just waiting waiting for all the pieces they will, to fall They will place. finish everything. And sometimes yeah. that gets a little bit annoying in the games as well, where you're like, you're, you know, it does the, it's the classic Japanese thing where there's a million boss fights at the end. And yeah. you're like, right, uh, finally, I've killed the final boss, that's us done. That's us finished, right? And then a guy will come up in an elevator. Psych. <laughs> like he didn't know you forgot about for 10 hours and you're like uh, alright I guess I'm gonna have to fight him now he's the final boss uh, so that's some extra information that might okay. help make more sense right as we go through the plot I, I would highly recommend to people listening to this who haven't seen this to go and give it a watch because it is very fun. It is, it's enjoyable, it's, right? And it's got it's great very atmosphere s- as well. Like, yeah, on its, it's own. very silly. Oh man, the the scenes in the uh, in the bathhouse. Yeah, that was like Vice City. It I was, loved yeah. that. That was very good. Yeah, I, I, I would recommend gonna, giving this a watch. I thought they were going to do another thing with that. So in the games, uh, there's a character called the Florist, right? And he's the main information broker in the whole town. And he lives mm. under the ground, uh, like, in a big, like, pleasure palace under the ground. In a room full of fucking TVs, of course. Uh, and right. I thought they were going to go to the bathhouse and this was going to be him. But they just decided Majima's going to be there instead. Uh, so, that was cool. I think, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's got the, it's, it's all set at night. And so it's like this, like, cozy, comforting thing. Just like the games. That's one of the reasons that I really like them yeah. so much. But it's also, like... So sleazy and crazy and like glamorous and violent. It's like this really like wacky like noir thriller, really, isn't it? It's, uh, it I mean, it has I really, this really like yeah. It has this really fun sense of like like you said like it's glamorous. Like it almost like feels like it's a group of people trying to be glamorous but yeah, failing yeah. at it because yeah. it's just such a sleazy and like dirty place it's just like yeah. they're doing their best but it's just it's still always yeah they're yeah. they're they're psycho <laughs> they are, yeah. and uh yeah no it was, it was good well let's let's as as the guy said it's three degrees hotter than it used to be it is so things have changed around uh these parts so we start off with some shots of shinjuku at night time uh, and some rock music, of course, because we would be remiss if we didn't have that. I uh, started this and Jill was watching. She's like, what <laughs> is this? So you've got the you got the old arch, like the red arch at the end, of course, very, very famous. You got loads of numbers on a computer and you got old Kazuma Kiryu running around from behind. Right. And people walking quickly and stuff. Right. And then uh, you have a shot of uh, Shibuya Square, which isn't uh, there, but, you know, just throw that in anyway. Just that's, put it in. That's what people think when they see Japan, so might, might as well. 11 miles away on the other side of the city, but that's okay, right? Uh, and how does Kiryu look? He's got a massive collar, he's got a silver suit, he's got snakeskin shoes on, and he's he got slick back hair, and he looks 10 out of 10. He, he looks, looks amazing. Oh and you know what? Like, I, I wouldn't have thought, like... Oh you know, dear! I, I, I've always, you know, like liked the character design in these games, but I wouldn't have thought that, like, oh, that's an iconic outfit. I changed my mind. It is it an iconic is, outfit. It? it is. Like, yeah. 
And I love that they've done it without it looking silly. Like in some of the movies that we've watched for this, like some of the costume design where they've tried to like make it a little bit yeah. like closer to the characters, like just kind of looks a little bit like cheap. Like they've gone to like the dollar store and just found like, like Scorpion the closest. In a- yeah, uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat not just that, but just like even like <laughs> even like in Tomb Raider, like when they try to do like a, like a more one to one on the outfit, like sometimes it's okay and sometimes yeah, it just falls yeah. a little bit flat. But no, this like this man I meant him. meant to wear this suit. Wasn't I? I you know what? I'm so sad that we didn't get any sequels to this because I would have I would have killed to see more of him and Majima and everyone. Great, honestly, because like I do think for a little bit. Two and, two and three, like, streamline the plots a little bit, I would say. not Maybe not as complicated, whereas, like, you, I don't think you could adapt four and five at all, right? But right. You could adapt the second one, you know? Get the, like, too late now. Sad, because it's, like, 15 years ago. Uh, yeah. Probably not going to happen, but would have been good. Would have been good. So, better, better to have loved and lost. Scott. I know, exactly, yes. Uh, so we're in Popo, right? Which is not a Japanese store. But is the name of the convenience store in the game? So they have made a sign that says Popo, right? Okay. Uh, the Japanese convenience stores that you get are called Lawson, L A W S O N, and they're uh, they've got a similar sign, right? Uh, so there's a big bald guy and he's buying things and he's annoyed that the cashier is staring at him because he's a yakuza buying chips, yeah. right? Uh, and he gets a call and he pays and he needs his receipt. Then we cut to a bank robbery, robbery with mask robbers. And they're not from the game either. So they're shouting at each other uh, to shoot, and they're saying each other's names, right? Scott, uh, I was pissing myself at this. <laughs> this was so funny. And I'm like, is the whole movie going to be funny? And kind of, yeah, it kind of it was yeah. funny. <laughs> These two so, just yelling. Their names are already similar. They're just you know yelling names. at each other you know back and forth. You know it's so funny. They're called I, Imanishi and Nakanishi. And they're so shouting funny. each other's names because they want each other to shoot and they won't. And it's, it is good. It's a bit of, bit of slapstick in there. Yeah. I kind of feel like these guys and then the two teenagers, I kind of feel like they're maybe like the sub-stories that you get in Yakuza, like the side missions. Yeah. Like they wanted a little bit of like, here's there's other stuff in the world going on while the main story is happening. And there's like distractions from the main story a little bit, you know, which often happens in open world games. And I kind of yeah. I feel like they did like... I don't think they're my favorite. I prefer the main stuff, but like, I still think that they're, it's a fun little extra, isn't it? Right. So there's the police and there's Mr. Trenchcoat. So that you know, he's the most important one coming in. He is. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's Date. There he is. Uh, And he's going to the bank robbery because there's a hostage situation because apparently there was no money in the vault when they came in. Uh, And a weird little man brings them some barley tea and then the air conditioner stops working. And then I wrote. That's funny, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really hot in there now. And then we're back to Imanishi and Nakanishi, and they shoot a hole in the wall where the police are. And then their air conditioner stops working as well, right? So both rooms are now really hot. And I just, I, what a weird little thing. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird little yep, thing to I happen, agree. Right? <laughs> Strange. So the guy who, the cashier at Popo stops working, and then he meets a girl for food. And they're going to Sancho to buy batteries, which is called. Don Quixote in the game and in real life. I don't know. Maybe they had to pay the license for... Yeah, probably. They couldn't afford the name of the shop. But in the game, it's called the actual shop name. Right. 
So here's Kiryu, Mr. Big Hands in his big pockets. And he's in uh we'll call it we'll just call it he's in Don Quixote, right? And he's looking around and you can literally in this shop, you can literally buy anything. You can buy whatever you want. You imagine it, you can buy it in Don Quixote. Honestly. If everything. you can dream it, you can do it at Don Quixote, it. baby. Right. So a guy comes up and tries to stab him, and Kiryu just fucking kneels him. Just yeah. absolutely pummels him. And then we get <laughs> a lot of, a lot of times. I'm like, ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> the main sign that everybody makes when they fight in these games. Uh, so that's good. <laughs> so the fucking Yakuza attack him, like the game. And uh, this is good fighting, actually. There's just this guitar music, and he's just yeah. stomping on people with his big shoes on. Oh, his big old boots. Yeah. Big old snakeskin shoes, right? And now we're at a hostess club, and there's a sad guy sitting on the steps. Uh, and one of the guys there says that Kazama, uh, we don't find this out until a bit later, but these two guys are called Kazuki and Yuya, and they, Kazuki is uh, the manager of Stardust Hostess Club, or Host Club, sorry, and Yuya is kind of like the bouncer, right, and they're, they're in all the games. Uh, okay. So he says that Kazama from the Tojo clan said to look after this guy, right, and he's, his hand is bleeding. Okay. So then we go back to Kiryu, and he's just hitting a man's head off the till in Don Quixote, <laughs> right? And then he fights the big bald guy and just fucking knocks him out. Just absolutely yeah. floors him, right? Uh, and then we have the Popo guy and the girl who leave. And there's just so much, like, machismo fighting in this, isn't there? Like, it's yes. just like, it is just men getting sweaty and just hitting each other. The whole way through the film, right? And I did have some goosebumps when they were fighting at this bit as well. I was like... This is great. This is it was this really is exactly fun. What I it want. was really fun, and yeah, and I love that we uh, even like from this first fight, it kind of just goes with you know. It's sorry, I've just totally <laughs> derailed myself there. It's just he has like his little, like blue fiery fist or blue whatever, and fist, it's just yeah. like yeah, yeah. Here we are. It's just we're not trying to be realistic. We're no. just trying to do the game. So yeah. Uh, so they do the fight, and then Kiryu says that he is there for dog food, which is literally something that you do all the time in Yakuza, is there's a cat or a dog, yeah, and you need yeah. to go and get food for them, right? Even in Lost Judgment. Yes. There's cats that you can feed, so they've been doing it the whole time, right? They love it. They fucking love it. Some good shots of the Tokyo skyline here. You got Millennium Tar, which is nice. I was like, oh, this looks like it's from the game. Uh, so there's an old guy... This is weird. This didn't come back. Old guy sitting at the batting center, spraying water and talking about the temperature, right? <laughs> Which I thought was weird. And then here we are, fucking Majima at the batting center, which is where you fight him. And I obviously that comes back later, and they do fight there. So how does he look, Dallin? He looks he's amazing. Got his, he's got his tiger jacket. <laughs> he's got an eye patch. He's got leather trousers. He's got the gold necklaces. He's got he's got big like steel tipped cowboy boots on, yeah. right? He looks fucking amazing. He looks absolutely amazing. I, I like this. I I cannot fathom this. Like just <laughs> just these two men, just so fun to watch I know, in this movie. I know. Like you know, Kiryu is fun to watch just because you know he's your main character and he's like great yeah, at the fights yeah. and everything, and he's just kind of got this like cool guy, mysterious air about him. But like Majima is so insane, funny, isn't it? Yeah, I know. And I, it's just like the way that he's killing people is I love hilarious. I love and like, and he's and like he knows that he's 
absurd. And there's like so many just like funny little jokes that like yeah. caught me off guard with him. I I'm like, that. oh, he's so funny. He's he really is, good. He's one of my favorite characters because he's he's in all of them and in the prequel. You, you end up kind Zero. of focusing on him a little bit, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. You play as him in uh, Yakuza Zero. Uh, so that's a that's saying like that's prequel, yeah. yeah. And you kind of find out why he is the way that he is. Like he's a fairly normal guy in that, and then he's not. He's like he, he's this psychopath, and you're like, how does this man transition to be this? You know, yeah. uh, he's he, he's like he's not in two and three as much. He's into a little bit, but he he kind of transitions from like villain to more like I don't know, like a sort of. What would you call it? like anti-hero kind of role, like a little yeah. bit, like, and then kind of just your friend. Like, in, he's a really big part of four um, as well. So, uh, I, yeah, I love him. I think he's, I think he's, he's great. Uh, so they're talking about the ten billion yen that the Tojo clan have saved up, uh, and it is now gone. And uh, yeah, that is the plot of the first game. So that's pretty good. Uh, he thinks they shouldn't worry about that money going missing because everyone can get that money. Anyone can get thirty billion yen, easy, right? Easy. And then, like, privileged. He, he is just beating his, his own man up with a baseball bat. Yeah. At this point. And he pulls one of his mates in, and the ball comes out. His The guy's head is I in love the way. This. He hits the guy's, the back of the guy's head with his bat, and it hits his head forward, and then it hits the ball to get a home run. Home Fuck run. Me. Fuck me, man. He is just, like, so bored with these people. <laughs> Like, this is why the he wants real, to fight The Gary. real world holds nothing of interest for this man. I know. A god. A god amongst a men. A god <laughs> <laughs> So, a guy tells him, for fear of being batted, right, that Kiryu has gone out of jail. Right? So, this is basically, like, you know, the first third of the game that this guy just sums up, right? Yeah. So, he's like, Kiryu's out of jail, and he is involved somehow with the 10 billion men going missing, right? And this is where I kind of thought... Okay, are there going to be flashbacks later on? Because this isn't where the game starts, but that didn't happen, right? So he just... And then he just beats the guy because he doesn't know where Kiri is and is, right? <laughs> so there's him. We've, we've been introduced to Majima. Yeah. Strong back, introduction. Strong introduction, I would say. Uh, so we go back to the Popo guy with the girl. And they're having dinner, and then she gives him a load of money that she stole from Don Quixote from the till. Yeah. Uh, the Kiri opened. And she says... Uh, that she wants to be robbers, and there's also a knife in their bag, right? So we go back to the bank, and the dudes are having a really hard time because it's hot and there's no money. Okay, so ringing out their mask, so yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Date, and he says that the money that was kept in this bank was the Tojo's ten billion yen. So it has been withdrawn from all of their smaller branches, and they don't know where the money is. And then Date is like. I've got the 10 billion yen to worry about. This bank robbery is your problem here. Bye! <laughs> and he just... He just Bye! Bye! He just is away. Right. So then we see the Shiba Inu, right? And I'm not... Yes. I can't, uh, beautiful. I'm actually, beautiful dog. Beautiful little dog. Very cute. Very fluffy. I'm going to actually look up what the, uh, the Shiba Inu is called. Because it is in the subsequent games. It's called Mame. Right? Mame. Mame, yes. Uh, and that is... That little dog now lives uh, at an orphanage beside the beach in Okinawa. And I think that's the last oh, time that's we saw lovely. it. Oh, that's lovely. Was in like Yakuza 3 or 4. So it just lives there now. So that's nice. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Kiryu and Haruka is here. And this is the first time you get to see her, which is not how it happens in the game either. <laughs> There's a bit of extra 
they actually meet and stuff rather than just like oh here she is they're just all together right and the dog isn't really explained either you know but I suppose you might just think like oh he has this kid and she had a dog or they find a dog they're all together you know yeah I just kind of got the sense that like he had like found her on the street or something and kind of like took pity on her and she had she had found the dog and it was kind of like a yeah, you that's know, pretty much an Aladdin and Abu thing, and they yeah, just kind of teamed yeah. up together. And uh, yeah, I think it's like the dogs. The dog's not well or something, and she it needs food. And I think it kind of yes. you kind of feel like it's going to be like a sub story almost. Like it's like oh, you just got to help the dog, but then it turns out oh no, she's actually really pivotal to like the ten billion. You know, right? Uh, you know, I, I thought it was I thought it was kind of like a, like a mirror sort of thing. Like Kiryu's taking care of her, and she's like in her mind, like, also doing something as important as he is by taking yeah. care of the little dog, yeah. you know? And it's kind yeah. of just, like, a and reflection of, course, of that character in her. In yeah. other games, she kind of becomes the protector of him as well, of Kiri, which is nice. Uh, she's a really big character. Obviously, you play as her in 5 as well. Uh, so she, she sticks around. Big role. Right, right. All right, so... This is just, like, one-to-one from the game, basically. These shots of, like, them with the dog, right? So, Kiryu goes off, Haruka follows, and the guy from the cabaret club is all bandaged up, and he's in a bar, and he's cutting up a lemon for a cocktail for Kazuki, right? And he's like, is this how you say thanks or something, right? Yeah. So, very mysterious, right? I'm just gonna... I I just call the the young guy Popo from now on, okay? So, that's just his name. Yeah, that's good. Popo Jijo. Popo Jijo. Popo Jijo and your woman are robbing a ramen shop already, right? And they just run down an alley, right? They're just already robbing. Not They're even good. like, a like oh, I want to be robbers. I don't really want to do that. Well, here yeah. we are. Guess we'll do that then. So, we have uh, Majima dragging his wee baseball bat around saying Kiryu chan, which is that's his main thing that he says <laughs> in the games. Which, notable, Dallin, of course, because chan, chan is the feminine suffix at the end yes, of names, the Japanese. Of course. Game. So. He is belittling Kiryu. Being a little, being a little wee dick. Yeah. 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 Uh, So he's just beating up guys as they go, just down the street. Just 10 out of 10. Like the weirdest music ever. Like family guy joke here. Like the music contrasts with the violence to make it classy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just weird, like jazz stuff here. Uh, Super funny. And then the music just stops abruptly when he just hits a guy in the face with his bat, which is actually pretty good. I just, like, cut. I like that, right? Yeah. And then, Dallin, what does he do here? He hits a guy in the face with a baseball by hitting it with his bat, and then it just hangs there and spins for ages. (laughs) Embedded into this man's skull. And then later we see it still embedded into his skull. And that's how he has died. Baseball to the face. Yeah. And then uh, they have a street fight with another gang. So Majima's gang has a fight with this other gang. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes into a DVD slash porn shop uh, while it's just chaos outside. Everybody's fighting. And weirdly, the door handles are videotapes uh, in this shop as well. Cute. He's like, Yeah, nice little touch there. Yeah. Uh, so it's a secret lift that Majima goes into and then he goes down and then there's a wee guy out a window right inside. And this is an information broker. Uh, and he needs to find out who wanted to kill Kiryu at Don Quixote, right? Uh, the guy wants one million yen from Majima, but he just tortures him instead, right? Uh, and he says that it was probably the Nikishima clan, and then he slams his foot in the locker to find out why they were doing it, 
and then he's and then he wants two million and Bamajima's like oh that's your two million just getting beaten up again there you go and he's absolutely big into it loves it loves he's, it he's, that's he's, me there's me in this movie it. just yeah. just just jizzing your, while he's getting beat getting your ball <laughs> slammed into a locker door yeah loving it. yeah loving it uh, so he say, he says that Kiryu seems to be walking around with a little girl and that she might know something about all this right so Majima goes off and takes a little souvenir, which is a shotgun. Uh, there's lots of fighting outside. Majima comes out and shoots a couple of guys. Just starts just, blasting. Just murders, <laughs> which isn't necessarily something that happens in the games. Because there are guns, right? But it's kind of like you get you get five shots and then you throw the gun away. Yeah, I kind of got the sense that it's not about that, really. Yeah. No, no. Like, and later on when Kiryu is killed... Like, I, th- I feel like canonically, even though you absolutely you break everybody's skulls and spines and everything in the games, right? Like, it's ridiculous. It's like Uncharted when you, like, you know, Nathan Drake, mass murderer, you know, but yeah. he's not really, he hasn't really killed anyone. It doesn't, that the weight of murder doesn't hang upon him, you know? Yeah. Uh, Kiryu, I feel like, canonically has not killed anyone, right? But in that movie, he's just, like, shotgun, whatever. Like, like Spider-Man. Yeah, it's more about, like, just punching people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of supposed to be about that. Uh... So Majima comes out, shoots people, uh, and he says that Kiryu is walking around with a kid, which will be easy to find. Uh, I, the guy spits on the ground, and Majima says, you shouldn't do that, and just smashes the fuck out of him with the shotgun. <laughs> he says, he's like, the city will make the dirty. city dirty, Scott. And then this pan out, just this, <laughs> just bodies and shite all over the place. I love it. Irony, irony there. Right? Very good. So uh, back with Kiryu and Haruka. Uh, and he's all annoyed because of the dog. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> I was just like, oh, we have to look after a dog or something. Yeah. And Date uh, comes to them. He says that after the incident 10 years ago, he had to move to the fourth precinct and his wife and his kids left him. Kiryu bows to him and says that he got out yesterday. And Date asks what he did to cause all this. Uh, the Tojo clan think that he's involved uh, with the, the money going missing. And also Kazama going missing as well. And uh, Kiryu says that he's just trying to find Haruka's mother. Uh, she He thinks that she works in a bar near here. Uh, Date asks her name. And she says she can't say because information is valuable in Kamurocho. And then Date is like, Kiryu, you're teach- why are you teaching her all this Don't. Yakuza shit? Yeah. Stop that. <laughs> right. So Kiryu asks Date if Kazama is okay because he hasn't been able to get a hold of him yet. And he says his name hasn't come up. He also says that this is Heat Island, right? Which I wonder about the translation of that. Yeah. <laughs> what actually said. Uh, and that the temperature is three degrees hotter than it was ten years ago. Not the same place. And then he says, this is good. He says, be sure to hydrate. And then Kiryu tells Haruka to drink up, and she does, right? And then she offers it to him, right? And then we go to the bank, and it's I the actually, robbers. I actually really like the translation here, because yeah. he says, oh, it's Heat Island. And then Kiryu, like, almost, it, like read to me like he's like making fun of him for saying something as stupid as heat island because yeah. he's like drink up apparently we're on heat island <laughs> yeah 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 uh and then, i love it that's good isn't it and then cut to the bank uh the real heat island they yeah. say they're dehydrated so i like i like it's like kiryu and haruka are like intelligent enough and self-aware enough to like take care of themselves, whereas these bank robbers do not know how to exist Idiots. in this world. They're just, <laughs> just totally incompatible with it, right? 
they allow the hostages to roll over because they're all sweaty or whatever, right? <laughs> and then the policeman reports this to the rest, and they're like, wow. <laughs> he's like, they're rolled over. And he's like, okay. What else? He's like, they're rolled over. That's all I have to report. Okay, yeah. what else? That's it. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the weird that's guy. what he said. <laughs> The weird guy who brought them the body tea brings them in some, like, suntory drinks, uh, which are probably, I don't know if they're beers or not. Uh, uh, yeah, the labels said beers. I was looking. Yeah. Yeah. So another guy comes in uh, to say that shotgun shots have been fired uh, in Pink Street, which is uh, another street from the game, which is nice. Uh, so that's actually it. So Popo and the girl then rob a pawn shop. They get 700,000 yen, but she needs five or ten million. And now she wants to go and buy a gun. Bad news, this lady. Bad news. Yeah. So then we've got Kiryu, Mr. Hands in his pockets, walking around. And then Majima's also looking for him. And then there's a shot of like the little doggy. And then there's a shot of Date having a weak can from a vending machine. Right? Just some some montage stuff here. Some establishing shots. Yeah, it's nice. And then Haruka and Kiryu go to a host club. uh, Probably to find her mum. And then we see some people. Uh, who are, it turns out to be Kazuki and Yuya from the game. Uh, and they're also hosts, too. Uh, so, they don't know where Kazama is, but it's unlike him not to pick up his phone. Uh, and they say he had problems recently with the heads of the Tojo clan. So basically, what the problem is that there's a massive gang war happening. because That's the, third, the problem. <laughs> the third chairman has been assassinated, and they're, like, Kazama's family, uh, Shimano's family, who isn't in the movie, and Nikishiyama's family are having a gang war to see who can be the top guy to be the next chairman. And that is actually what's happening. Right. But that's not explained. Okay. So, uh, they ask if Mizuki's been around lately, and they said that she was here a month ago. Uh, Haruka was dropped off at an orphanage, and her mom has now disappeared. Uh, Kazama said to look after that guy that was there before and not to ask any questions. And uh, then Kazuki gives Kiryu a mobile phone and then Haruka's like, I'll show you how to use it. I like that. That's cute. Kiryu's been in jail since 1995, so he doesn't know. Uh, and the dog just stays with uh, Kazuki and yeah. Yuya for now. Right. So Date is at the crime scene and here he is the baseball guy. He's just still there. Uh, died doing what he loved. Uh, getting his brain squashed with uh, rotating balls. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he clears the street. This is actually kind of funny. He clears the street because the info dealer's shop is there. And then if Majima needs information, he won't be able to get to it. And then he will then go to the police station. And they're like, he that is like, can you can you take him in a fight? Like we, yeah. we need to get rid of we like we need to clear this street, right? And then he just says he's going to let, let like Majima and Kiryu have a showdown. So it's like we need to clear the street because they're gonna have a fight somewhere, and it's gonna be fucking messy. It's like well. the Avengers, we're not gonna be able to stop it. Yeah, Just yeah. get the get the civilians to safety yeah, and let them yeah. do it. So, Popo and girl are there, and then they spray a smelly man because uh, he weird moment. Sweat. Yeah, weird. Uh, <laughs> so then we have Haruka. Uh, is in a photo with her aunt Yumi, which I also think is just from the game. Uh, who? is Kiryu's long-lost love from 10 years ago. She's Haruka's aunt, and then she works at, quote-unquote, Selena, which the subtitles say, but the, it's actually Ser- Serena is the name of the bar. Okay. Uh, 
and I guess it's maybe because L and R are sort of interchangeable in Japanese, yeah. right? So that's like one of the main places in this game, and also in subsequent games as well. It's kind of like your safe house where you can save and whatever, right? Uh, so Haruka tells him off for calling her you. She, I don't know. He says like, I just he just doesn't say her name. Doesn't right? yeah. She's annoyed. Okay. Uh, she's a very strong character, strong-willed Haruka. Uh, so there's a scene in an alley. With someone speaking Korean, and I thought this guy was from Squid Game, and I was fucking absolutely right. Okay, so at the start, I thought when we saw him with a bloody hand, I thought it was the guy from Squid Game, and I said, "Oh no, that's impossible. This is because this is a Japanese movie, so he's Korean probably." And then, like they were talking Korean, I was like, and I looked it up, and it is him. So he he watched the first episode, right? Uh, I watched like half. Oh, is he? So, he's the he's the man who in the like slaps him, slaps the yeah, shit yeah, out of him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. Oh, I was like, it is him. I was like, that's fucking him. Amazing. Uh, Absolutely is. Look at that. Nilda. I know. Uh, so his name's Park. Okay, uh, and he's a new. He's not in the game either. He's a he's a new character. Which uh, is, and the second game is to do with Korea and the Korean mafia. So it is actually kind of. I wonder if they were maybe setting up him to be another role in a second movie. Right. Because he says, like, all this stuff about, like, soul and, like, oh, they wanted this guy killed and stuff, right? So this this whole bit, actually, his whole, like, I, I like him. I like the actor and I think the character is kind of interesting. Uh, but I also think that this scene with the two of them just sitting down, you know, it's kind of shot in an interesting way. I think that that's really cool, you know, kind of like panning back and forth between like that open doorway. But this scene goes on for ages. It feels like and it's was, from a different film. It feels it like does. it's from like a Tarantino movie. Doesn't yeah. Like it I was actually like, I was quite tired watching this and I actually started like dozing off a little bit while they were talking. I was just like, this is going on for a really long time. And then in the end, I think that both of these characters could just be cut and that would have made zero difference to the entire film. Absolutely. Absolutely done. Uh, so... so he meets the weird barley guy and they're speaking Korean together. Uh, and yeah, I, I do think like the whole, like there's such a Korean influence in the second game. It's hard to believe that they didn't think, Oh, we're going to set they it up. They were setting it up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to, he's so, going to be a, so a he's like, event. he's like a Korean, like secret agent or hitman or something. Right. And they've yeah. sent him to come in. Yeah. He, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so that's what he's doing. So yeah, he says that he was sent from Seoul. Or sorry, they're they're talking about Kazama. Uh, they're trying to follow him, right? He was sent from Seoul to take out the Kyohei Jingu, who teamed up with the Tojo clan and siphoned yeah, off the money, right? right? Uh, so the Seoul wants him to be stopped, right? So the Barley guy, <laughs> the Barley guy, asks if Kazama is safe, and Park doesn't know. Uh, he needs to go to get a weapon, so he goes to Beam in Pink Street, where Majima was, which is convenient, right? They're all going there, they're all going to Beam. Uh, and this is this is where I said, this is this is all the complicated stuff from these games. Like, it's not just, it can't just be a plot about, like, crime, you know, yeah, in the streets. Yeah. It always has to be, like, some big, like, political conspiracy, like, all yeah. the time. A big, it's something to do with, like, the fucking police force, or, like, it's, or, like, the American military, or, like, some shite going on. Right, as like the overall story. It can't just be like a serial killer and a murder investigation. It's always that. So, uh, <laughs> so he says a weird thing here. He's drinking, and then the guy's like, Are you an alcoholic? And then Park says, When you fuck up in North Korea, you'll want to drink, which is 
cryptic. Yeah, <laughs> does not come back. It does not come back at all. Right. So Serena is all fucked up and smashed and there's blood everywhere. And Hark is like, why does everyone have to die before me? And Kiri is like, Jesus Christ, Karika, like calm down. Like, Jesus, you don't know if anybody's dead. Right. And he asks if she's scared of being alone. And she says, no. Uh, and he says, she's a lot like Yumi and tells her to never give up hope that they'll find her mother. So Kazuki calls Kiryu and says that Park has disappeared and he's at Theatre Square, which is also a place in the game and real life. <laughs> Convenient, right? And Kiryu wants to go uh, to Beam on Pink Street to get more information. There's a lot of getting information, right? There's needs, lots of, yeah, yeah. chatting. Uh, and this place is also in the game. Beam is also there. It is, it is a porn shop. And you can jack off. This is where like Kiryu like, goes to watch porn tapes. And oh, he, like, puts will, like, it, yeah. Sit forward like... Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a bit where they're walking uh, oh yeah this is just from my own knowledge there's a bit where they're walking down the street towards the camera but based on where they were they were supposed to be in Serena right but based on where Serena is supposed to be they're actually walking back towards Serena not away from it uh, just from like because I know the geography of this place and I, I from the game and also from being there in real life and they, they should be yeah. walking the other they should be walking the other way if they want to go to beam not that not ah that. there you go they, they can fool me inconsistency I know I know uh, so Majima finally uh, finds Kiryu here and does a bang with his shotgun but what he the, the subtitles say bang but what he does is like a big badoo or something like that yeah and I love that the, again from my knowledge of the game and uh, just the shape of Cabochico, this area that's based on. They're back at the batting cages, which is just fucking ages away. Like this, like they even have a good like ten minute walk to get to yeah. this batting cages, right? Uh, because in the game, you do fight him here for the f- like the first proper big fight, right? Right. Uh, well, not the first, but you know what I mean. Like it's a, it's a big set piece. It's a yeah, boss yeah, fight yeah. at the end of a chapter, and uh, but Kiryu goes there, and he's just there, right? Uh, I sorry. I wanted to say I I think it's so so cute how uh, Majima always flips his little sign when he leaves <laughs> or comes home. I think that's absolutely adorable, and uh, you know I I I love a man who pays attention to the details. He's a psycho, but you know he like you need there needs need to be order tight. in something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know, I know, and people so, should know if he's home or not. So they should, they should. So. They're there at the batting cages. They've tr- they've teleported uh, halfway across the <laughs> time, right? And Popo and the girl are at the information broker to buy a gun, and Park is also there. Uh, so we go back to Kiryu and Majima. They fight for a bit. Majima's got his little knife, and he absolutely stands like that. Stands like a fucking crab with his knife, like, at one, like, crouched with, like, the knife at the other side, <laughs> hand out like this. He does stand like that in the game. So, I, this guy's done his homework. He's done uh, well, yeah. Yeah, uh, so... <laughs> Majima's using the knife. I wrote here, Kiryu is a fist on a shoe fighter, right? <laughs> Majima, Majima's all about his knives and his bats, right? And he just stomps he the, fuck. the piss out of him. <laughs> <laughs> stomps the absolute shit out of Majima's chest, right? And he just keeps getting punched, but he keeps like saying, I won't lose. Fuck. I, just again, not, laughing, not laughing at this not over stopping. and over and over. <laughs> uh, uh, and he's, Majima's on the floor, 
sweeping his wee knife. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> was, just lying down. His corpse, the fuck out. like, rote memory, muscle yeah, memory. Just, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, back, to, back to the gun place. Park wants a gun too and a scope or whatever. And he asks where the Jingu will be. And apparently the information broker knows this, that he'll be on the Millennium Tower on the 66th floor. And he gives it to him for free because killing him will make this world a better place. He says he travels in a helicopter. And fucking boy does he, right? <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> so he, he I don't, he, Okay, sorry. Yeah, we will get to that. <laughs> I, <laughs> so so Theatre Square is a good vantage point. And I would like to say that Theatre Square is probably... Judge from the game, Theater Square is probably not the best vantage point <laughs> to go All to right. Millennium Tower. Uh, so, here we find out the girl is called Yui, right? Which they never said her name up until now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, for some reason, the information broker took their photo when they came in in case they're connected to the disappearance of the 10 billion yen or something, right? It's not super clear, right? And then there's so many Yakuza on the streets, right? And this happens yeah. all the time in the games. Literally hundreds of them just, just running around looking loads. for a fight. I know, it's crazy. I have to show, send you some shots of, like, the street completely clear and then about a thousand Yakuza just standing all, <laughs> all in their suits, just, like, in line. A swarm, like, yeah. Fuck me. Uh, so, this is also funny. The bandits are eating bento boxes, right? The two robbers. Yeah. But they're just eating it with the bank people. And they're like, they're like, thank you so much. Like, you, you ordered the expensive food for us. And then the police are, like, all annoyed because they, they ordered expensive food for them. Which I think is I think it's actually really funny. So the hostages are very grateful now. <laughs> they're like, yeah, this is it. We don't use That's really this. funny. I think he's, Can't like, in the subtitles, like, even calls them, like, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. It's just like... Can't usually get that on a banker salary. Uh, so that's nice. And then the the guy goes, he's like, if they would have ordered anything more expensive, I would have just like taken them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Date just dips into a little building, and then there's some shots fired. We don't know what that is, but I'll come back in a minute. Uh, so Majima is in an ambulance because he's fucking dead to the world, and his men are just threatening the paramedics. So many then, people shoved in, <laughs> in a small ambulance. So many big men in a small ambulance. Uh, it's like those Guinness World Records, like how many how many you could clown you fit, car you fit yeah. in a mini. <laughs> uh, so he sets up like fucking Michael Myers at this point, like just like <laughs> <laughs> just right out. And it's so weird, and it's all I don't know if you were watching the YouTube version, right? Yeah, it's it all was. these little one second shots. Uh, there was it was weird. There's weird cuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was, what was that? Was, it happened two times. Once here. And once, like, during a fight, and I was like, oh, okay, like, during the fight, like, it, like, was an interesting stylistic choice that I thought was, you know, yeah. whatever. But, like, here, I'm like, I don't right know here. what's going on here. It was, like, between, like, each sentence. It was, like, Yeah, huh, very I weird. Know. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, he's, like, Majima's, like, I'm, we're going to get Kiryu or whatever. And he just gets up, and the guy's, like, no, you can't take the ambulance. And he's, like, he's, like, well, like, we we pay your taxes. We are we pay taxes, and this this is what funds these ambulances, right? And he's like, don't ever underestimate the taxpayer, and just dr- takes that takes it over and drives off. Great, I love him. That's good, very. <laughs> it good. is. So we're back with Popo, and we find out that the girl needs the money, and then we go to Park, who's above Theater Square, and I, I I wrote here it's amazing that this is just based off real life, because then when you do a movie, 
the things can just look like the game. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> it's it's convenient, isn't it? It's just a nice little extra, uh, rather than like I don't know miscellaneous like miscellaneous temple in Tomb Raider or like right, yeah. CGI backdrop. You know, like they could just film this in this one little area of Tokyo, get all the shots they needed with all the buildings and things, and that's great. You know, very nice. Just makes it feel more alive. It makes it feel like not that like you're exploring in this movie, but like it it just gives it so much more atmosphere rather than like green screen. Yeah, know, yeah, it absolutely does. Cardboard polystyrene sets, you know, like it's nice. It's really nice. Or just interiors all the time, you know, like fucking Wing Commander. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Shite. Yeah. So uh, let me see. Where am I? Where am I? I accidentally went to the bottom of my notes. So he's he's above Theater Square. Right. Uh, there we are. Okay. <laughs> so it's back to Popo. And she's like, you shouldn't encourage plans like this. And then get all scared. Which is good advice, I think. And he's like, right. no, no, I'm not. I didn't encourage it. I didn't. I'm like, you kind of did. You didn't say no, did you? Some learning that he needs to do. Right. So the Yakuza come up to them because of the photo and because they've been robbing people uh, I guess and because they went to get a gun I guess they might think that they stole the money the yeah billion. that's kind of what I had interpreted as well yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so Park is above and he kills one of the Yakuza as Popo is pointing a gun at him yeah and then Popo thinks that it's him that kills him right so he thinks that he's not a murderer which is bad uh <laughs> So we get Kiryu and Kazuki and Haruka at beam, and they say that torturing this guy won't work because he's a masochist, and then the guy goes to explain what that means to Haruka, and then Kiryu just fucking punches him in the stomach. Like, yeah, it's absolutely fine. You don't need to explain. Thank you. Don't be talking to her. She's like fucking 10, right? So he asks about Mizuki and Yumi, and uh, the information broker says that uh, they don't work at Serena anymore, and that they should go to... Tokuyenku, which is the bathhouse. And I asked here, are they going to see the florist? They are not. They're just going to see no one uh, here. So there's the Nikishima clan. They probably attacked Serena. And uh, uh, he says here that this is also uh, information that could have been told in the movie at the start. Uh, that he is Kiryu's right. best friend and that him and Yumi and Niki, Nikishima all came up from the same orphanage together. A lot happens in this film in two hours, or just under, right? Doesn't yeah, it? yeah, <laughs> a lot it happens, does. right? Uh, and then uh, he says that he says to Kazuki that they should all leave Park alone, though, uh, for the sake of Japan, right? Okay, something not right. very, not very well explained, I would say. Uh, and then uh, this is good. Uh, Haruk, when they're leaving, Haruk is like, "Kazuki's cool, isn't he?" And then Kiryu's like, "Don't go falling in love with the host." It'll end up in a mess, which I think is just nice sage go. advice. Okay. And that part, it just like reminded me of like uh, I, I I can't say specifically why, but like just like a little bit like Indiana Jones, like maybe like all the advice like he gives to like Short Round in Temple of Doom. Yeah, you know, just like he's got all his little his little life tips, you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it is a bit like that. Don't it get coffee, kid. Don't get coffee. Yeah. Right. So, uh, one of the guys that were chasing Popo and Yui catch up, and then 
he gets shot, and it's not clear. Is it Park that also kills this guy, or did they actually? No, kill him? he. No, it's definitely it's uh, Popo that kills him. Yeah, him, right. Uh, and then she says, "I will never give birth to your child." A lot here. And then this was a weird, a it's weird, weird isn't it? turn. Yeah, she says seven hundred thousand isn't enough, and she's in serious debt to this guy. And I was like, "She's not going to give birth to his child because she's going to be dead, or she's right. going to go to prison." Because she killed a guy, but then it turns out she just got shot, and I don't know when. Did she get? Did that guy just shoot her at the same I think time? It, I think it was the I'm old not, classic. The old classic. Ba- clear, ba- bam! You know, they both fire at clear. the same time. So this, yeah, this I think is the worst part of the movie uh, because she ha- she's going on about this, and we don't find out why she's in debt. Yeah, uh, yeah. And just this whole like, I'm not going to give birth to your child. The original re- reaction that I have is like, he is like blackmailing her or something and he's going to like force her to have his child unless she pays the money like this whole but no it's not nearly as complex as that it's just she clearly wants children and now she knows she's gonna die so she's not gonna be able to have children like i thought it was getting into like very weird weird. i thought like i thought right this is this is going crazy right but i thought the Yakuza were similar to you, like, they were threatening her and they were blackmailing her, right? And they were like, you don't get us this money. We're going to do something really bad. And I thought they were going to, like, do some fucking, like, Merchant of Venice shit and, like, take out her womb or something. Right. Honestly, something. I thought it was going to yeah. be, like, horrible, like, torture. I'm never going to be able to have your child. Or, like, the, uh, something like that. Like, crazy. But it's just, it's, a, it's not very well explained, is it? It's a weird The simplest thing to say. explanation. What, what's the surefire way you can't yeah. have a child? You Die. Being dead, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. I Maybe just from, like, Yakuza, just thinking about the games, just, like, they do torture a lot of people. Yeah. Right? So, like, and they do treat women like shit in them as well. So it would not surprise me if that's what they I think it's just it's with. just the, the way that it's brought up. Just, it's so, so abrupt. Yeah. You know. But, from this point onwards, I think, the last half an hour or so, I think the movie just escalates to an 11 out of 10. It is insane the amount of stuff happens and how it happens. So here we get the fucking slow walk to the helicopter. <laughs> right? We get Kiryu. Oh no, have I missed a bit? Did we do the bathhouse fight? Oh no, we haven't yet. Where, yeah. where am I? What am I? Where, why is this here? Oh no, okay, maybe. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. This isn't Kiryu. This is this is Jingu I'm talking about. So okay, yeah, fucking Jingu up to the thing, yeah. slow walk to the helicopter with the electric guitar in the dark, right? And then I wrote, couldn't afford a real helicopter. And then I wrote, is that the Yakuza creator as the bad guy? Toshihiro Nagoshi. And it fucking is. It him. absolutely is. It and is let me him. tell you something, Scott. That's a man <laughs> that I recognize from the recent photos of him sitting on his gold throne <laughs> as the president of Sega. <laughs> it just. It's like. Uh, he, he looks like he could be fucking uh, on the box art for Far Cry. Just he <laughs> does, sitting, yeah, he sitting does. up on his big old throne with his big old tiger jacket and his blonde ass hair. <laughs> he does. He is. He is something. He is something. And I love, like. He's we just a Yakuza before, character look, in real yeah, life. We looked before about like the transition to him being a, a bigger Yakuza character from like sort of yeah. early two thousands, making the first couple of Yakuza games, just like Japanese nerd, right? And then just like f- fucking Tiger King, like overnight at one point. 
He's done uh, a reverse Tetsuya Nomura, hasn't he? Yeah. He's yeah, he has actually. Yeah, uh, amazing. So it is him. So now we go to the bathhouse, right? Because I I did think is the, am I talking about Kiryu walking with the right. guitar? That comes after. That is also amazing. Right. So we go back and we go to the bathhouse. Uh, she goes through. Uh, there's a shot that goes through the curtain, right? And it's Majima. He's back again, right? And the subtitles on this are fucking amazing. So Majima says... Sorry, before before you get to this, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> did you ever see... There was like a clip of... I promise this is relevant. There was a clip of... Uh, it was like scenes from Thor Ragnarok, but with like different language dubs. No, I haven't seen it. It's, there's a really funny bit. You know the part where... Uh, when... Loki and Thor first like run into each other again like uh on uh what's what's the name of the planet anyway car yeah yeah and and Loki's like surprise right oh yeah yeah and in the Japanese dub it's so funny because he just says the same thing but it's it's Tom Hiddleston's little face and he just goes Surprise! And that's exactly <laughs> what I thought as this curtain opens up. And here's Majima. Surprise! Surprise! Uh, so I'm going to put that audio in here so people do. can hear it. Please do. So Majima says, this is a double header, right? And then the subtitles say, Explain in, a, in, that, another, yeah. in another Family Guy moment, right? A double header is a set of two <laughs> baseball games played in the same day with the same teams in front of the same crowd. <laughs> You know what? I really like that one. Was like whatever. I know what a doubleheader is, but I actually really appreciated the subtitles and the work that they were doing for me. Yeah, they were. I was like, like talking about the Park financial was, magazine and Park was talking earlier about like uh, he was like at least it's it's not going to be as bad as this. And then he yeah. said a, a Korean thing, and then it was like the assassination of a famous political figure. I was like, yeah, you know what? great, thank you very much. No, it's thank actually super helpful. But yeah, the doubleheader one. <laughs> So Fuck in depth, me. so long. Could just say such a long back to, thing. Back to back baseball games, like yeah. no. <laughs> I guess in Japan, probably not needed. Baseball very popular, so yeah. they would all they all understand, right? So they shoot the bar, all the glasses break, and Kiryu's behind it, and then Kiryu shouts that Haruka should look for Yumi, but she says she can't, and then she just does, and then Majima stops the shooting. I love this. This is so cute, so cute. He's like. Har- all right, <laughs> reload everybody. Get Harker out of here. Runs up. Get out of here, you little scamp. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Majima's like, "I hope you find her." And then she's like, "If you kill Uncle Kiryu, I'll kill you." And he's like, "That's pretty Ooh, scary." That's. And I just love. This is so love cute. Him. Yeah, I love how theatrical he is. I just fucking love it. It is insane, right? Because like he's a psycho, but he's not a child murderer. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, he wants to fight Kiryu. That's all he wants, right? He doesn't want to fight anyone else, right? So Kiryu throws a piece of glass at a guy, and then the fucking electric guitar starts again, and now he's firing a shotgun at all of them, and he's killing them all, and they're reloading their guns at each other. Kiryu and Majima are walking towards each other, reloading their guns like, and then they just screaming all weird, and then they do they just punch each other at the same time and just knock each other out, which I fucking love. I so dramatic. They, they do that in the games all the time. Like final, final punch of the fight, and they like it's usually a quick time, <sighs> and they both fall down. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. So Majima Some lying. Dragon Ball Z bullshit. Majima's lying down, looking like fucking Grandpa Monster with like fucking little lines of blood <laughs> coming down from his mouth. <laughs> 
<laughs> like he's just been out to feast on someone little like little, little lines and then he's like he's like you sure are cool to carry you right and then Chris Kiryu Pratt run- he's so cool <laughs> <laughs> I love this so Kiryu runs off to fight Haruka and Yumi isn't there, but fucking Majima is. And they look down the corridor, and Majima's there like a wee pedo with half of his face, like, <laughs> like down the, down I love the corner. I just like, the corner. <laughs> and he, he's like, Kiryu-chan. And he brings out the baseballs, right? <laughs> and Majima just starts hitting baseballs at him down the corridor. I love just like this. The, just the batting center. And they're hitting Kiryu in the stomach, and he's just taking it, walking forward, right? And then there's this guy, the guy who brought the baseballs out, looks up, and then he looks like Grandpa Monster, and he's playing at the mouth looking up. Why? I, like, I thought, like, <laughs> did Kiryu, like, deflect a ball off of his abs of steel and hit this guy or something? That Kiryu was shot. Kiryu shot him earlier, and Majima's still making him do things. Oh, okay, well. that makes sense. That's actually kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. and, like... Majima does not give a fuck with no. this guy. Just, just like, let's start. And then Kiryu's like, gets to the end, he's like, let's put an end to this. And then Majima's like, don't wanna. Right? Brings out another ball. And just fucking smacks Kiryu with it, right? And he is just, he's just hitting the baseball bat off Kiryu, throwing him into walls, right? Uh, and then he's above him uh, with a knife, like saving Private Ryan, right? Uh... Like, horrible, horrible. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that scene at all. (laughs) And then (laughs) Majima gets shot here, right? And I want want to ask you, is the upper part of his goatee painted on? Like, see the the mustache bit? I feel like the the bit on the chin is real hair on him. But have they painted, like, drawn on the mustache bit? Because I think I think I didn't on. notice. So. I don't. I think it's too thin. I don't. I just don't believe somebody has facial hair like that. I don't know. Uh, so he gets shot, and woohoo! It's Kazama, and he just looks one to one from the game character. You should look him up. Does he? Uh, I will. I'll look him up. He looks one to one with him. Yeah. Uh, and then Date comes in and says that Kazama was being held by the Nishikiyama clan. Nishikiyama clan. And that Date brought him there. So I guess the gunshot that went off earlier was like them, I don't know, shooting the bad guys to get him out or something. Right. So Haruka's mom is at Millennium Tower, and the 10 billion yen is also there, which was stolen by uh, Jingu and the Tojo clan. Uh, And then there's just this shot of Nishiki uh, going up in an escalator, just like the first time we're introduced to this really important character, just at the very end of the movie, in one shot, right, as they're talking about him. Uh, and then I think it's Kazama before Kiryu leaves he's like he's like don't go and die on us right which is cool as fuck a lot of cool lines so then fucking Mr. Hans in his pockets himself Kiryu goes with Haruka and she says she feels safe when she's around him uh, and then he gets shot right just Kiryu walking down the street yeah he gets shot gets shot right uh, and then Haruka oh, it's just Yakuza shoot him right and then yeah uh, Haruka is stolen by someone and Kiryu like screams so angry right he's fuming he's so annoyed and then also to mirror this Popo is carrying the girl around and then they're back at Popo and oh their their lives have changed since they he was working there mm-hmm. they've changed a lot and then this is it so Kiryu is at a pharmacist and he's shirtless 
and there's a wee fridge of the energy drinks that you use as health yes and it's stamina x right and then stamina spark this is one one puts up your health one puts up your heat which is your like extra like super saiyan par right yeah and it's it says a drink for fighting men maximum maximum stamina feel the heat and I th- I think these are a re- they're a thing in real life as well. I think it's the actual brand of uh, energy drink that is in Japan. So they're obviously this is just product placement as well. Yeah, which is crazy. This is fucking <laughs> this is fucking Gladiolus and his noodles. Uh, <laughs> except except Gladiolus doesn't use the noodles to power up to beat the final <laughs> boss. <laughs> so Kiryu, this is this is what I thought it was earlier. So this is amazing. Kiryu shuffles off to Millennium Tar, yes. and then the helicopter flies over him. And fuck Scott, what is happening? <laughs> why is this? Why is this helicopter just destroyed? I love the this. City. I love this. So the helicopter flies so low that it's knocking glass out of the windows and then knocks Kiryu's blazer off and you see his tattoo and he's all huffing and puffing walking down the street. Why has this happened? Like, it's like smashing into buildings. I, I don't get it's it. It's so mental. So it's like the little, we see the little dog vibrating and then Majima's vibrating and then there's a ramen egg in a bowl vibrating because of this helicopter. So what Fuck. I thought happened was that uh the the guy from seoul had already like shot the pilot or something like that and that's why it was going insane but no it's just it's just that crazy i don't get it a cgi helicopter flying around mental driving in the building knocking bits off driving so driving through like the tokyo streets that are full of wires and signs and everything that would get caught on the blades jesus (laughs) christ the most dangerous thing ever (laughs) Right, just insane. So okay, we're up to we're up to Millennium Tower, and Nishiki is there in his white suit, and he's taking his clothes off too. And we see his koi tattoo, which is cool. Right, you, you got uh, fucking uh, Kiryu's got the dragon, dragon, the dragon of Dojima. The... He's got the koi. You know what Majima's tattoo is? What is it? It's an oni, which is like the big demon yeah thing, demon face on his back, which is good. yeah scary. He's got a scary tattoo. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, Kiryu's just here, which is which is a jump, isn't it? He's just he's just at the top. Just there, yeah. This would be an hour of fighting bad guys on every floor uh, to get up to the top of this building because the lift's not working or something. Uh, so Haruka's there. Kiryu stumbles in. Fucking so many. There's a lot of bits missing, right? This is this is where like the story goes into overdrive and just finishes, isn't it? Right. So Nishiki yeah. is going to get to the top of the Tojo Clan. Uh, and Kiryu wants to get Haruka to her mother, and that's all. So the two two ideological di- uh, different differences here. Yeah. Like, uh, like, imagine if we just had an inkling of who Nishiki is, just like at the start. <laughs> like we just yeah. see one scene of them in a bar at the start. That's his friend. Got it. Great. Yeah. They're very close. They're best friends. So they have their fight, uh, and Kiryu is getting fucking uh, his clock clean because he's been down. shot. Yeah. And then. They all think they've beat him. All the Yakuza are like, yeah, I've got him. And then they look down and he's... he's they're all like, oh, no, man, no! And he's, he's drinking his energy drink. Like, and they're like, oh, no, we're like, fucked. Kind we enough to fucked. let him finish it, though, which is great. You yeah, know? I know. Didn't just knock it out of his hand or something, right? And I he love gets this. up and it's the blue flames around him. His heat level is full, right? And just for fuck's sake, this is insane. And Nishiki, he's got his heat level up as well. Which usually happens like halfway through a boss fight, like the the, the guy you're fighting will then get super powerful, and he's just destroying Nishiki, just fucking killing him, right? 
And then Aunt Yumi is there. And so is the 10 billion. And then why is there so much shaking with this helicopter? I don't Con- know. Like, that in the game, the helicopter doesn't do this. And it lands. And the guy's actually there, right? And they have a conversation about what's going on. Not just, like, flying around mental. Jesus Christ. So, we find out that Mizuki and Yumi are the same person. And she's there to kill Jingu with a bomb. Yeah. And this isn't very well explained either, right? So Park no, has Jingu I, in his sights. I like okay. that you gave me that extra context, because yes. that kind of makes things much more clear. It does, yes. So Park has Jingu in his sights, and he just fucking kneels him in his head. Just gangster. Toshi- Toshihiro just goes down, right, without even saying a word. Okay. Yumi blows everything up, which, if you remember, it was supposed to be Nishiki did this. Yes. Because uh, Yumi actually gets shot by Jingu. Uh, okay. and that's how she dies and she dies in Kiryu's arms right and they have a final little moment together so money rains down over Kamurocho because they blew up uh, the building and all the money blew up uh, and these shots are great of the buildings because this is what it looks like in the game uh, and also uh, in the fourth game one of the characters that you play as who is one of my favourites his name is Akiyama and he is uh, he basically was homeless when this was happening and uh, and because of the money raining down, he was able to invest the money. And oh. he is now a, he's now a billionaire. Look at that. That's too lovely. Much money. That's I know. Lovely. So at this moment, he's getting that money as well. I was like, oh, this is never going to be I, made into a movie. But he's out there somewhere yeah. doing this. I, was like, oh. I like that nobody is exempt from grabbing some of the fallen money. Date's there. He takes a couple bills for himself. Know, yeah. Like we everyone. Know. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the I wonder what the denominations. Of the I was going to say, like, yeah. unless that's, you know, thousand dollar bills, then thousand yen, is, thousand yen bills. A thousand yen's only a tenner, though. <laughs> it's ten fine. That's true. So I, I don't know. I, ten thousand. Do you I don't get know. yeah, ten million, ten thousand. Yeah, that's yeah, that could be it. Ten billion. They'd have to be big, though. Yeah. It was a big pile of money, but it was a big stack. Ten billion's a lot, right? Uh, so. Kazama, or sorry, Date, yeah, sticks a sneaky note in his pocket. Uh, Kazama wanders away on his own. That's the last time we see him, even though he dies in the game. Uh, Yui and Popo are there, and then he's like, I'll gather it up for you. Right? And I like this uh, guitar music here. This is nice. This is nice music. It reminds me of the game. Uh, and then she drops her little Dolce Gabbana uh, fucking perfume that she sprayed on the guy. Right? Yeah. And she's maybe dead. We don't know. I think that's the last time. Probably. Right. Uh, Park is there. And he makes a weird hand gesture at Kazuki, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't it's know like what a he does. Like, it's not a wave, but it's like a little like I don't know. Does something. Does it something. looks like he's like shaking up like a little a little protein shake or something yeah, like that. He's gonna like, take his stamina X now. Yeah. I think those uh, little stamina's are also in uh, MGS four. I think. Are uh, they? Yeah, I think there's a little energy drink uh, like that that Snake can take to put his stamina up. I think. I think so. Uh, so Majima's back at the batting cages and he's had a really hard night <laughs> like he he has had a beating right he's yeah you think that he's he, so he turns the sign like you like right and then uh, he collapses you kind of I guess you kind of think he's dead and then he does a sneeze just sneezes says I must have caught a cold <laughs> this is his last line I watched this part I rewound it like four times <laughs> I love him I love him it's like, I was like oh no he's dead yeah <laughs> so uh the doggy is in the rubble now, apparently, at the top of the skyscraper for yeah, some reason. for a reason, and yeah. It finds Kiryu and Haruka, uh, and 
he says Yumi's dead, and then, but Haruka is alive, right? You're alive though, Haruka. And then she looks at him, and they stand up. She takes his arm, and then she asks if she can follow him, and all the money falls down. And the cute. music's good. Very cute. And again, abrupt ending. Yeah. But uh, Japanese cinema, not the same as Western cinema. So I do feel like, especially in like anime movies, I do think the endings are quite... Very quite often, right? yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like that might just be more of a stylistic choice. But I do feel like I could have done with another scene. Like, this, the, what happens at the end of y- Yakuza the game is a... Uh, so all this happens, uh, and then, like, I told you, Kiryu is supposed to be the leader of the Yakuza now, right? Yes. He's the next one, right? And this is, a, this is a location that doesn't show up in the movie, which is, like, the Yakuza's, like, headquarters, which is this big, like, traditional Japanese building, not, not in the city, right? It's, like, further away. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Kiryu goes there, and then, like, they're all, they're gonna swear him into his ceremony, and then he just fucking runs out of the building, like, and they're all chasing after him, and he's running away, and then he gets into the car with Date-san, and he's like, floor it, Date, floor it, and they just drive away together. Like, That's funny. it's amazing. It's a really fun ending. Uh, kind of wish that there was, like, an extra little scene here, like that, you know, or, like, you know, the, the classic... Ends, ends on a freeze frame, like, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, <laughs> Kiryu... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or like you know the classic Spider-Man ending at the graveside scene, uh, uh, yes. Yumi or something. I don't know, something like that. Because a, a couple of the you could like two and I think two and three start at the end or start at like gravesides, right? Well. So mm, like interesting. They do have a precedent for that, but yeah, there we go. That's it. And go. It's a shame that we did not get any sequels because I would. Yeah, I, I would, would watch another one. I would watch them absolutely. Uh, so. Now to do all of the list. Do our list. So, is it a good video game adaptation? Yes, two back to back, excellent ones. Absolutely, absolutely. That feels great. It's actually four back to back: Silent Hill, Dead or Alive, Animal Crossing, and it's. I mean, like really good. (laughs) Yeah. Very, very good ones. So. Yeah. Ranking the video game series. So far, we have number 12, Wing Commander, 11, Forbidden Siren, 10, Double Dragon, 9, Dead or Alive, 8, Mortal Kombat, 7, Street Fighter, 9, er, sorry, not 9, fuck, 6, Tomb Raider. <laughs> Upside down, <Fuck>. 9. Upside <laughs> <laughs> down, 9, with a little dot to show uh, which way up it goes. Uh, 5, Doom, or I didn't even say it, 6, Tomb Raider, 5, Doom, 4, Silent Hill, 3, Resident Evil, 2, Animal Crossing, 1, Mario. I'm going to defer would, to you. I would put Yakuza at number 1, because... I... Like, I think I, I just like to, it more. I have to say it probably can't be better than Mario. I was just, thinking about it though. I've played eight Yakuza games and I have played twelve Mario games. So <laughs> if we do the average of who's played more, probably me. Probably. You're, you're I know not both. wrong. I know both. And I'm not blinded by nostalgia. Also. Mario you know what? one, three, and Super Mario World. Not that good. Three you know is pretty that? good. Did you Three's know that? <laughs> Did you know that they're actually not that You know good? what? You do whatever you whatever your heart tells you. I don't... It's... <laughs> like, I like Mario. I don't have any, like, deep love for the series, though. You know, you know what, what I mean? I like, think... I think... I, I will... I feel like there's maybe more variety in Mario. Right? Absolutely. Whereas all the, yes. all the Yakuza games are kind of just the same thing with But as stories. we know, any variety in Mario means it's not a Mario game. It's not a Mario game. So... Yeah. Uh, I'll if put they, it at number two. If they because, never you know made what, maybe... another Mario game, I would not notice. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So. I, 
I'll put it at number two just because I do think that like we could tie him. We could. No, I don't want to get into that. Okay, I, sure. I want them to sign on their own. I will. You know what? I'll put it at number two, but I will come collect in for a favor at some point as well. Okay, so, that sounds uh, good. You'll have to do me a good turn uh, yeah. later on. So there we go. Fair enough. Number two. That's fair enough. All right. So ranking the protagonists. One. So far, <laughs> one. Absolutely. We'll get. We'll read them all. So, thirty-one. Freddie and Marty. Thirty. Guile. Sorry. 29. Who are Freddie and Marty? <laughs> it's uh, Commander. It, yeah, it's uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Matthew Lillard. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Got it. Thirty. Guile. Twenty-nine. Lou and Sony and Katana and Raiden and Jax. Nineteen ninety-seven. Twelve. Jimmy and Johnny and Double Dragon. Eleven. Yuki. Ten. Rose to Silva. Nine. Alice. Eight. Reaper. Seven. Mario and Luigi. Six. <laughs> Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. <laughs> Six. Cole and Sonya and Jax, 2021. Five. Kasumi and Tina and Christy. Four. Lara Croft, 2003. Three. Lou and Johnny and Sonya, 1995. Two. Lara Croft, 2001. One. I. Yeah. Number so, one. Kazuma Kiryu. Absolutely number one. Do you think? Do you think number one? All right. Yeah. Perfect. Kazuma. I think not just because it's a fun character, but just like the adaptation of that character. It's good, isn't so it? It's spot really good. on. Spot on. I know. Whereas, really like with with like I, who I also really like, but you know, Animal Crossing is a game where you just make it yourself, and so I is just kind of a, a blank you. slate. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, you is you, you and you. I Sorry, is yeah. I. <laughs> but but Haruka, Haruka wasn't you. Yeah. So. She's not. She has her own name. She does. Uh, so, ranking the villains so far. Uh, 15, Kilrathi. 14, Donovan. 13, Spence slash Umbrella. 12, Shao Kahn. 11, Gary Oldman and Double Dragon. 10, Shang Tsung 2021. 9, Kieran Hines, who was pretty good in Belfast. Uh, <laughs> Is I'll that part that of the up. list now? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll put that in. Much better than in Tomb Raider, yeah. 8, Demons and the Rock. Seven, Trauma Zombies and the Siren. Six, Mr. Paul and Mr. Pym. Five, King Koopa. Four, Shang Tsung, 1995. Three, M. Bison. Two, Growing Up. <laughs> One, The Town of Silent Hill. So last time we had the debate of you would rather grow up than go to Silent Hill. Yes. But you would not rather grow up than fight M. Bison. Right. So that that might be our, like... <laughs> that, that might be what we base this on from now on. What about, what about Majima? Is he number one? He's number one. You think like, so? I, I would rather uh, grow up than fight Majima, but if we're talking pure just yeah. entertainment value here, I don't think Perfect. we're going to find anyone <laughs> so, better than. I don't know. I, I don't. In all of this list, no one's going to be better than this. No, no he was so good, so fun. Absolutely, love it. He captured the spirit of the game character very, very, very well. Uh, nothing bad to say about him at all uh, but I would also rather grow up than fight Majima too so he would be at least number two if we yes. were ranking it on that if we were consistent that's like our tie like our you know See, our I feel like analysis Majima would go to Silent Hill and he would fuck everyone up there he he'd would fuck, he'd fuck Pyramid Head up he'd we just wait for the siren he <laughs> would walk yeah. around the street waiting he would he would do that alright so let him rank the movies okay so far we have 31, Wing Commander. 30, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. 13, Street Fighter. 12, Double Dragon. 11, Forbidden Siren. 10, Super Mario Bros. 9, Resident Evil. 8, Silent Hill. 7, Doom. 6, DOA Dead or Alive. 
5, Lara Croft Tomb Raider and the Cradle of Life, 4, Mortal Kombat 1985, 3, Mortal Kombat 2021, 2, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, 1, Dobutsu Nomori slash Animal Crossing. Are we going to put this at number 1? I think I would personally put it at number 2. I would rather watch Animal Crossing again before this. But I would rather watch... Like, if I had to pick one of those two movies to get a sequel, I would pick Yakuza. So I don't know. I put it in number, I put it in number one. Because I think, I, I, you know what, I was thinking about it. It's not like, not that making an animated movie is easy. But making an animated adaptation of a video game that is already animated is easier, easier. than translating yes. it into live action. Sure, which they've I done agree with that. Incredibly well here, you know. Yeah, I agree with about that. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, okay, sure. So, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, number, number one. one. And I, I will be honest, I'm, I I feel like looking at the list... I don't know if I think that's, that's going to be better than that. That's going to be hard to top. I think that's the peak. I don't think we could get... No, no better. Like, that is, that is as good as it's going to get. Yeah. Which is sad. Sad for us, right? It is. <laughs> it is. Well, so there, there we you go. go. There's our list... You know, it's lovely to get to put something right near the top or even at the top. Thank you so much for listening. And it only goes downhill from here because the next episode, we're going to be jumping to the present to talk about. Jumping? From, 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 <laughs> from a plane. Cargo box to cargo we're, box. <laughs> we are going to head out to the old cinema, the old theater, and go watch Uncharted this weekend. Field trip. Recording, recording in the cinema. We, yeah, we get just live Taking reactions. Taking on the road, yeah. Oh dear, I'm, I like, I'm excited to go see a movie just because you know the world is is the way it is, and I don't often get to go see a movie. But like, I wish it was something that had better reviews. <laughs> where do you think on this list? Like, where do you think this is gonna fall? So, so I think it's gonna be like. I think it's still probably going to be around like Resident Evil. Yeah, it's not going to be. I think I think it probably has the potential to be enjoyable. Right. right? I don't think it's like going to be bad. It's going no. to be bad by like modern standards. But like when you look at bad now, with you know the the Twitter bad, right? Yeah. Twitter Compared bad. to like. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's gonna be absolutely fine. You might get a chuckle or two even, you know? So yeah. That's yeah. that's what I think. I think probably like a like a, a six or a seven, maybe. I don't know. It number six or number seven on the list would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere around that. Okay. I think I agree. Probably above Doom. Probably above Doom, yeah. Probably above Doom. So it's sort of in the middle. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go and watch that. We'll come at with the with the hot takes and the and the fresh reactions to the newest addition to the video game cinematic universe. And until then, have a lovely, lovely day. <laughs> <laughs>